Veronica Armstrong, and I'm obsessed with helping women emancipate themselves from limiting beliefs and behaviors that prevent them from operating in their zone of success. I'm a former corporate executive turned coach who gave it all up to help women rise above personal constraints and march boldly towards becoming the women they were born to be. My goal for this podcast is to make it a space where we shatter old thought patterns, challenge limiting beliefs, and break the chains of societal norms. Here, you are not defined by your past, but empowered by the potential of your future. So join us on this journey as we dig deep into a world of transformative insight and empowering information. Because remember, you are more than just a product of your past. You are the architect of your future. Welcome to Girl Emancipated. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Emancipated podcast. I am your host, Veronica Armstrong. And in today's episode, episode 12, we will focus on redefining success through emancipated living. I believe that it is critical for every woman to reflect upon how she defines success and how emancipated living can revolutionize this definition for her for the better. As we all know, we are indoctrinated into beliefs and rules, unspoken rules, by the way, from a very young age. Our society paints a picture of what success should look like. And for some of us, that means the corner office, getting married, buying the house with the white picket fence, perfect family photos on social media going to college, getting a degree, becoming an attorney, becoming a doctor. Don't these sound familiar? I'm pretty sure that some of you have heard some of these before. So these external pressures, while they are well-intentioned in many cases, they can lead us down paths that do not resonate with who we are authentically. Some of us who make decisions to do and become things that do not align with who we are, we find ourselves chasing dreams that at their core might not even be ours. And sometimes chasing these dreams can sometimes come at the cost of our well-being, our passions, and our true potential. But what if I told you that there's another way? A way that is rooted in self-awareness, resilience, and genuine fulfillment. Now, this is where the emancipated living pillars and framework come into play. It's not about discarding the idea of success, but reshaping it to align with our true authentic selves. So emancipated living is built on pillars that act as guideposts. These pillars aren't just abstract concepts. They're truly, truly tools and actionable strategies that we can lean on or lean into as we navigate our journey toward living an emancipated life. So what I'd like to ask of you today is do this. As we take a deeper dive into this topic, I invite you to join me in rethinking what success looks like for you. I'm asking you to peel back all the layers of these unspoken rules and beliefs and societal norms and open your heart so that you can discover what success truly means when viewed through the lens 
of emancipated living. Now, by understanding and integrating these pillars into our lives, we have the power to carve out a definition of success that is tailored to our unique selves, and it resonates with our deepest aspirations. Don't you want that? I know that's what I live for. So before we get into how to leverage the pillars to help you redefine success, I first want to get into the traditional metrics of success that have all been imprinted upon us. To do that, I'm going to break down a few what we call traditional markers of success. The first one is going to college and getting a degree and getting a good job. Now, I know many of you have heard this before. I can say this. I can't speak for other cultures, but for African-Americans, that is not at all uncommon is to hear from our parents and our grandparents, go to college, get a degree and get a great job. Well, that is not always what someone wants to do. So we have to think about when we're saying that, are we pushing people to do something that they otherwise wouldn't want to do? And let me give you an example. I know in my family, the question was never, are you going to college? It was always, where are you going? It was, uns- it was an unspoken rule that you were going to college. And I can tell you that on my mother's side, of all of my female first cousins, 100% of us graduated from high school, went to college, got a degree, if not a master's degree, if not a PhD. Every single one of my first cousins, who's a female, has a degree of some kind. One in particular struggled. Uh, in college. And I remember a conversation I was having with her. And it struck me that it wasn't what she wanted to do. And I thought that was unusual because it was just unspoken. We were all going to college. And that's when I learned how that unspoken rule in my family of not are you going, but where are you going, how much of an impact it had on at least one of us. So just kind of think about that traditional measure of success, which is going to college and getting a degree and getting a good job. Another measure of success is wealth. How often do we talk about how much money someone makes, uh, getting a good job so that you can make money. So success in some people's eyes is directly tied to the amount of money that they make. I recently learned this year that there are families out there who basically have an unspoken rule that if you are not making a lot of money, you are not successful. And I've watched the impact that that rule has had on those people who grew up in those families. Another unspoken rule is having a great job, great job title, whether it's the CEO, whether it's a manager, it's wherever you are on the corporate ladder, that title sometimes matters. But what people don't talk about is what comes along with that title, because sometimes that title brings a lot of unhappiness. Another unspoken rule that I see play out a lot on social media is uh, material possessions having, you know, the best shoes. In many cases, it is designer bags, designer shoes. For some, that is a sign that you've arrived. For others, it simply means we're putting money where, or money that we don't have, where it really doesn't need to go. Another 
thing is owning a home by a certain age or having the latest tech gadgets or being able to vacation in exotic locations. And we equate all of those things with having made it which doesn't necessarily mean that that is in fact true. So let's talk about some common pitfalls and pressures of these traditional measures of success. So let me first say this. While there is nothing wrong with these measures of success, they can sometimes lead us to go down the wrong paths. And here's what I mean. So let's talk about wealth. It's not uncommon, as I talked about a little earlier, it's not uncommon to find individuals who have a lot of money, but they don't they're not happy. You know, they're, they're, they feel like they're missing something inside. They're empty. So while money can be comforting, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be happier just because you're able to buy the things that you want. Uh, let's talk about title. We talked about that a little bit before. Climbing that corporate ladder can be exciting. And I can tell you I've been down that path. But what if that ladder isn't going in the direction or it's leaning on the wrong wall? Because sometimes job titles can come at the cost of your personal passions and job satisfaction. And finally, that last topic, material possessions. Now, we all know owning the, the latest pair of Louboutins or a Louis Vuitton, yes, they can bring you joy. But they can also become an endless chase because you may always seek the next best thing, leaving very little room for appreciating what you already have. So, now that we've recognized some of the traditional measures of success and their potential pitfalls, let's talk about reimagining and redefining success in terms that resonate with our souls. So to truly embrace a personalized definition of success, it's important to consider the following. Success isn't a one-size-fits-all endeavor. It is deeply personal because it's rooted in your individual aspirations, your passions, and your dreams. So your success story won't mirror mine, and it shouldn't. True success isn't just about the peaks, but it's also about the valleys, the challenges, the growth spurts, and the learning curves. It is, as my husband would say, the sum total of your life's experiences, both good and challenging. And at its core, genuine success aligns with our values. It's about making choices that mirror who we are at our essence and staying true to our authentic selves. Also, our understanding of success isn't static. It evolves as we do, changing as we grow, learn and experience various aspects of life. But get this, redefining success, it will prioritize your inner peace, joy, and fulfillment. Because once you redefine what success looks like to you, it becomes that quiet contentment that comes from knowing you're on a path that is true to your authentic self. So here is what I want you to know. There is power and freedom in crafting your definition of success. 
because it's about breaking free from those unspoken rules, those societal norms, and it's crafting a narrative that is uniquely yours. So when you start authoring your success story, you will get in the driver's seat of your life because you will then have the power of choice. And that means the ability to decide your goals, the journey you're going to take, and the goals or the metrics you will be measured by. You will no longer be bound by the external views or rules that others choose for you because you're going to be on a path to choose what resonates with you. You'll also be free from comparisons. You know, sometimes we have brothers and sisters and they might compare us to what that person's doing or how what they've accomplished and what you're doing. Well, when you craft your own personal narrative, that means you are no longer concerned about how other people measure you. You will celebrate your journey irrespective of what other people believe because you will learn that what other people believe of you or think about you is none of your business. And in getting in the driver's seat of your life, you will begin to create harmony and balance because that personalized success metric that you've decided for yourself will align with who you are and your desires, which means a greater amount of happiness and contentment. And now that I've covered the power of redefining success, I'd like to explore how the pillars of emancipated living can act as guideposts for you on this journey. So let's start with my favorite pillar, which is self-awareness. The foundation of redefining success begins with self-awareness because it's about understanding which success metric or standards of success resonate with us personally versus those dictated by our friends, family, or society. It is only when we can identify and differentiate between what truly matters to us and what we've been taught can we determine what that success will look like to us. Next is self-acceptance. Celebrating our unique achievements is absolutely critical. So irrespective of what others think, the benchmarks, the success metrics or standards, embracing our milestones, big or small, it fosters a genuine sense of accomplishment. It's about owning every chapter of our narrative. And next is courage. See, it's one thing to recognize, but it's another thing to challenge societal norms. So having the courage to question and defy traditional standards of success is absolutely important because it's about carving a path to our ultimate destination and our happiness. And let me give you an example of this. I'd like to go back to that standard of success of going to college and getting a degree and getting a good job. If someone does not want to go to college and get a degree and get a good job, but instead they want to go to school to be an electrician, who are we to say that that's not okay? Because ultimately, if that's what that person wants to do, don't we want them to be happy? We absolutely do. But for the person who wants to be an electrician and who wants to defy their traditional success metrics or standards, have the courage to stand up for what you believe in, have the courage to get in the driver's seat of your life and decide your ultimate destination. 
our success journey becomes truly emancipated when we set and pursue the goals that we decide for ourselves. So getting in the driver's seat and steering your life in the direction that you desire, defining your goals, your milestones, and how you're going to be measured and celebrating however you decide, that's the essence of empowerment in its truest sense. Finally, spirituality and purpose. True success often aligns with our higher purpose or calling. It's about seeking a deeper meaning and making our milestones not just about us, but also about the larger good and the broader impact. So if you know your purpose, make decisions and define your success by aligning with your purpose. So let's wrap this up by talking about actionable steps that will help you redefine and embrace your success. Journaling, you've heard me say this time and time again that journaling is so important because if you begin with jotting down moments when you feel genuinely successful or fulfilled and you look for the patterns or the values that emerge, you are going to begin to see what success will look like for you. Visualization, not something I talk about a lot, but imagine a day in your successful life five years from now. What does that look like? How does it feel? What are you doing? The more you can visualize, the more you are bringing that vision to fruition. You're bringing it to life. You can also incorporate affirmations into your life. That is crafting these personal success affirmations. And if you repeat them daily, you allow them to become your truth over time. So I'm going to challenge you to do something. For the next week, dedicate a few minutes each day to reflecting upon your personal definition of success. And by the week's end, set one tangible goal that is aligned with this renewed definition. Remember, this is about you. This is your journey and how you define success for you. So here's a closing thought. Let me remind you that your worth is not determined by your parents, by societal norms, or these measures of success. You are the decider of your worth. So I ask you to continually reflect and adapt, and most importantly, embrace your unique journey toward success. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for being a part of the Girl Emancipated podcast community. Together, we are breaking free from limitations, embracing our authenticity, and empowering ourselves to live the lives that we were meant to live. Remember, hit that subscribe button and follow me at I am Coach Veronica on Instagram and Facebook to stay connected. And if you want to be a member of the Girl Emancipated Insiders community, where we will dig deeper into the episodes and support each other and our desire to live emancipated lives, go to Facebook and search for the Girl Emancipated Podcast community or go to the link in the podcast episode summary. I would love to connect with you there. Next week's episode is about past traumas and their lasting impressions on our lives. So as we close this chapter, remember success isn't about living up to the world's expectations. It's about defining and embracing you, your own definition of success. So as you journey toward living an emancipated life, let your heart be your compass and your authenticity be your guide. Until next time, keep shining, keep evolving, and always stay true to you. Bye for now.